A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello and welcome back to episode number 17 of the Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colton Smith and I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Price. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and we educate each other on films, the films we should have seen but we haven't. Each week one of us sets a film and then we watch it and we come into the studio and talk about it every Thursday. But the beauty of our film club is that anybody can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to listen. This week's film, it is my choice, it is The Italian Job, the original. But before we get into talking about that, how has your week been? What have you been up to, boys? Uh, well, our week's been very good, hasn't it, Colson? Our week has been very good. Very good. Very, very... So there's probably, what, a, a two-week delay on this, but probably, all yeah. you need to know is that Leeds United are in the Premier League. For next season. We're, we're playing Ben's team, yes. aren't we? Next year. Oh, that's going to be a great day out, that, isn't it? Oh, New, oh Newcastle yes. Leeds. Newcastle, Newcastle Leeds. Yeah. Come on. We can go. We can go and sit together, but with different scarves on. <laughs> Hopefully we can sit together. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Didn't think of that, did you? Uh, <laughs> that well, is, that is allowed a bit stadium. You brought it right down there, <laughs> didn't you? So, <laughs> well, hopefully we can. <laughs> two of us. No, there'll be three of us in the stadium and then, then playing. <laughs> I'd be one stadium, one side. You'd be two be on the other side. Come on! <laughs> two, two. Like, well, no. <laughs> so, obviously, the big thing is Leeds are promoted and I was five when Leeds got relegated from the Premier League. God. And I'm now it's... 21. I had a bit of a cry, I have to say, and I was shaking and I couldn't get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, your first Christmas? Hang on. I had Hang a on. cry. You were crying, shaking, and you couldn't sleep. Sounds like a nightmare. Are you sure you were happy? <laughs> what happened was, when I laid in bed at like, because I'd, I'd, I'd come back and it was like 1am and I was just sat in bed and I couldn't believe what had happened. I was just, I was too hot. My heart was, was racing. I was too excited. And then I started to cry. And then I thought I'm going to shake. <laughs> and I, I was just singing songs. Do you know what? I went on a run the other day and listened to Marching On Together for like the first 25 oh minutes God. on loop. Oh, oh no! And Jack, I watched a documentary. I watched a documentary back again because that oh. last bit last year, Leeds got knocked out in the playoffs, and Leeds released a documentary. And there's a bit where Angus Kinnear, our CEO, goes, "We're not dicking about with the playoffs this year." And I watched it just <laughs> for that, and I was crying again. I was like, "This is fucking great." Leeds are in the what Premier a life League. you've led, <laughs> singing the songs. What a life! It's great. I've got loads of other stuff on, that's then. happened as Get well in. this week. It's Go been on. it's Go been on. eventful. Go on. I'm sat in the garden yesterday barbecuing loving life and I hear this 
And I went, fucking hell, there's a drone in my garden. Looked up, a swarm of bees. Like, <laughs> I cannot explain. It looks like a fucking helicopter was about to land in the garden. It Block out was the sun. massive. Jack, it was so loud, and it was a big ball of black, and it was angry. I just shut the door in the decking and was looking at it. There, there is a huge swarm of bees that is now living in my neighbour's chimney. And my Do you know what, actually? I've got a bee story. We had a swarm of bees. Hey. I know a bit about oh, bees. Oh, yeah. We were in the garden. And isn't that, they're loud. Bees are loud. I thought, I thought it was like yeah. a drone. Proper <laughs> lorry yeah. going off. I'm like, there was nothing there. Then two minutes later, massive swarm. They're protected bees. So you ring a bee lad up, there'll be one round you, he pops round, ding yeah, dong, we've got his number. right? It's in London, this is. All right, mate? Yeah, come for the bees. He had nothing with him, nothing but a box. I'm like, what? What are you going to do? You're like some magician. He goes up, there's a massive swarm. He goes up, he knocks it, gets the queen. The queen goes in the box. He props the box up. He said, right, lads, see you in a couple of hours. All of them go into the box to protect the Queen. He puts the lid on the box. He walks off. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, what to stop? Because he said they're, they're like, they're proper protected. You can't fumigate them. How did he get the Queen in the box? He cracked it in the middle. He just cracked it. He cracked open the nest. It's a swarm. So it's not really a nest. It's a swarm. And he got into the middle. Oh, he right. had a glove, no smoke or nothing, and put it in the box. I mean, he'd done it for the whole of his life. He said, no, no, they'll be fine. It's like, <laughs> Don't worry. And they're not, like, stinging. Well, I th- do you know what, actually? But if they sting you, they I think die. they do sting, but they weren't agitated. He was very calm. I don't think he was bothered if they did or they didn't. He said, I just need the queen. He said, they'll follow the queen. Wherever the queen goes, they follow and the queen. And how's he know it's the queen, just the fattest? The bigger. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, Jack, I didn't get... Have you not watched the Bee movie? No. Because it's a great film. Don't pick it. Oh, Jack, it's such a good film. <laughs> Don't pick it. It's such a good film. <laughs> we got swarmed by some bees in Africa. I've been swarmed by some bees in Africa as well. I've got a bee oh, story. Brilliant. Yes. Oh, Who knew yeah. this would be so Welcome good? back to the Bee Cinema Club. <laughs> this happened to me as a child. This is scary, actually. This is scary. You know Ouija boards? I don't want to talk about this. I genuinely want to take my headset off right now. So where I grew up in Leeds, we're on my mum and dad's street. There was a You you lived in a haunted house as as, as it already is? We lived on like a Victorian street and one of the houses across the road, there was a young girl who used to play there and me and my sister used to play with her like on the street as kids. We go to her house and we find this Ouija board in her wardrobe, in her mum and dad's wardrobe. So we start playing it there's the glass and everything. Hands are going everywhere. First letter it spells out is B. And then it goes to E. E. Then nothing. Just spelt the word B. Then we tried it again. Nothing. The next day, we're playing at the back of my mum and dad's garden. Swarm of bees come out and sting her all over her face. The girl's house who it was. Loads of bees came out and stung her all over. 
<laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Ouija board. B-E-E. Next day. You still, still oh, wow. deal with that. Went on the next day. Typed out lorry. Watch out. Don't go out. Don't go out. <laughs> wow. Keep that in yeah. the... She had to go away, and he, her face literally ballooned. She was huge. Yeah. I got she stung by a... She was um, screaming, screaming her head off. I got stung by a wasp in the shower once, and I had to have a day off work. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? It's the, it's the only day off work Was the had. wasp having its she own shower? The, the wasp was in the shower, I didn't realise. I was oh. showering, it stung me on the ankle, and the next day I couldn't, I couldn't go into work. I couldn't Why? move. Because I am like really bad with stings. Oh, allergic. Yeah. Speaking of nature, it's all gone off at the Smith House this week. <laughs> um, come back yesterday, walking round, my neighbour's cutting a hedge and she goes, so how long have you had another pet then? I go, you what? She goes, you've got hedgehogs. Well excited. <laughs> and I went, have we? And she went, they've gone, they've gone behind the coal bunker. So I'm trotting off to the garden to the coal bunker. Can't see anything. I'm going, they're not there now. She sends, shows me a picture. She's taking a picture of the hedgehogs. I look on the drive. There they are. Hedgehogs. Loving it. Running at my mum and dad. Because um, hedgehogs aren't meant to be out in the day. My sister's a vet. So I put a video of this hedgehog in the family group chat. My parents come downstairs and my sister says, they're not meant to be out in the day. You need to put it in a cardboard box, give it some cat food, give it some milk, shut the shut shut the box. Cat food. So we we had a cat we had a pet had a hedgehog. Do there, isn't he? Oh, I'm a hedgehog. <laughs> That's what hedgehog I'm a hedgehog. Food. I want hedgehog food, <laughs> not cat food, not whiskers. That's what they eat. You should have seen it, Ben. It scoffed this food. It must have been starving. It's, well, it's all over it. the place. And he's, isn't he's it? gone now. I thought you were going to say you got in your he's car and run it over. Cardboard boxes are great. I tell you what, who knew? Got that B man. Cardboard box. Yeah. Got a cardboard box. Lion tamer. <laughs> Shall I? <laughs> Let me catch oh, that lion. I'll you tell you watch. what's happened. What's, I've got a lion in my back garden. You got a box, cardboard box. Any size, be fine. <laughs> you watch. <laughs> You've right. had it going on, Colson. Crikey. Yeah. Enough of nature now. Shall we? Shall we do what yeah, we do? More natured out. So let's talk about the film, The Italian Job, and I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of the film. So the film follows Michael Caine's character. Char- is it Charlie Crocker? Charlie Crocker? Crocker, yeah. isn't it? Crocker. Crocker. Yeah, I think so, um, yeah. It follows Charlie Crocker on his release from prison. He's a gang member. He's a mob member. And he's got out of prison because he's doing a job for somebody. And an Italian man has left him a film of a layout of a job. So the film basically is... Charlie following out this job that has been planned out for him he gets a gang together and he pulls off a heist for four million dollars what they find out is it's actually four million dollars of gold so it's worth a hell of a lot more and yeah it's it's a crime it's a heist it's shot in Italy it's full of fast cars it's full of gangs it is quite entertaining how yeah. can you watch this, Coulson? Because it's obviously, what's it, 69? Yeah, it's an old film. It's not something it's you would film. usually pick. Is it not a staple of a film that, I say that, I, I was going to say, is it not a film that everybody should have seen? Yeah, and we've learned that you haven't yeah, seen those Yeah, but you haven't seen most, so it's quite interesting. You would, uh, is it something your dad was into? Uh, it's obviously, it's definitely come from my dad, definitely. And I don't know, but we, we always have had Mini Coopers, our family. Oh. We've always had minis, so I don't know. I learned to drive in a mini. 
I, I don't know if there's a relationship there with it. The minis, the Land Rovers, it, it, you know, it kind of, it's a very British affair, isn't it? That film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've always loved that film. Always from the first time I ever watched it. And I used and to play the game the on remake? the computer. I have. And do you know what? I want to watch it again. Oh, did you like the remake? I think I did. I watched the remake when it came out. What's it like? Oh, I nearly threw up. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's really it's a bit strong. I was speaking to my girlfriend, actually, that we were watching The Italian Job, and she went, I love that film. And uh, I said, yeah, it's good. And she went, Charlie's Ferron's great. I was like, oh, God. And she's only Has seen she the remake. Been? She's in the remake oh, with... Um, Wahlberg. Wahlberg. We're not talking about the remake, though. Luckily, no. from Ben's reaction and your reaction. The Italian job, Charlie Cocker, Michael Caine. Put your foot down, put your foot down. <laughs> put your foot down, put your foot down. They're nearly catching up. <laughs> it's got a lot in there. Do you know the... Br- so, so set a bit of a backstory, because we start off on the film. That's a great opening sequence to a film. Yeah. The Lamborghini. In the car. Lamborghini Mura. The song. Up the... Up those twisty roads, it's an unbelievable start to a film. Yeah. It really sets you up. I loved watching that title sequence. It's one of the greatest Sorry, Ben. Jack. Clock. <laughs> oh, can you hear it? I can't hear I it. I can't hear it. For fuck's sake. Oh, well, there's nothing I can do. Just <laughs> How can you not hear that? <laughs> I can't hear I'll it. I'll move a little bit, but I mean, I'm... Surely you can hear that. I can just hear I'm it. Not then. Being I just funny. wanted to hear it. Very good. Very good. It's like a dancer. He's got a metronome. No, because like it's in dancer. the kitchen. I have to keep on bloody moving it every time. For reference, I can go upstairs. Ben and Jack are now having an argument. Oh, no, don't go. Just don't take go. the clock off the wall. No, because I I took it off the wall last time, and the the frigging thing smashed. The face smashed. And I, it's not my clock. I only bloody rent here. I'm moving upstairs. <laughs> Jack is now is climbing up a spiral staircase, <laughs> laptop in one hand, mic in the other hand. Oh, there you go. You've done a bit of running there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well done. Right. Ah, there, there we go. We're back in the bedroom. That's where it needs to be. So, Ben, the intro. That, for me, is absolutely fantastic, and it sets the scene, doesn't it? So we've got this, the Lamborghini go through those twisty hills, but then we also, then we flick back to a prison, and that's where we first see Michael Caine, uh, he's being released, isn't he? He is, that yeah. day. He, he's mm-hmm. walking uh, out of the prison, isn't he? That's the first shot. Yeah. And he says goodbye to the kind of head of the prison. Mr. Bridger. Mr. Bridger. Now, you won't know who he is. I don't. He's extremely fameless. Fame- fameless? He's extremely flameless. <laughs> Noel Coward. He's the director's godfather. Peter Collinson's ah. godfather. Yeah. Is his last film, then? Do you, oh, know, do you know why? He wasn't well. He couldn't do it. He had, he did eight days of filming, and um, so you know later on in the film when yeah. they're pulling the heist off and it goes back to Mister Bridger, he's got yeah. that guy with him who helps. Yeah, they wrote that part because he couldn't remember his lines and he couldn't finish the scenes, so they wrote him a right hand man so uh-huh. that he could he could get the stuff done. And when they did obviously that famous scene with all the pots and pans, yeah. They had to shoot it like frame at a time because he he, he could he could do like 10 seconds of walking and then he'd have to stop. Mm-hmm. Um oh. but that but that was his last film and to be fair, watching that film you can't tell he's not well cuz he he smashes yeah. that part, doesn't he? Mm. 
Mm. Uh, prison apparently wasn't in England because no. he was a tax exile. Yeah, Ireland he did it in so that he didn't have to pay tax. <laughs> Which I thought the irony of the that irony is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. The irony, he's, he's in prison, it's a tax aisle in, a, in a, an Irish jail. <laughs> yeah, so he's very, very famous, Coulson. Hugely famous playwright. So you get the feeling, don't you, straight from the off, Kane is out, he's been in prison, bit of a bad lad, and then you start to see what his day's like as he's been released, yeah. don't you? So he, he gets released from prison, he has that famous line, doesn't he, where he says, thank you, Mr Bridger, see you soon. And he then like leaves the prison, mm-hmm. and we see him. He, he's out, and he gets straight into that car when his girlfriend has picked him up. And it's when he's driving that car, and he's going through the glove box, thinking this is a nice car. And he finds the Pakistan flag, and realizes that he's been picked up in the Pakistani ambassador's car. So he's straight Stolen out of prison, car. and he's straight into a life of theft, which is kind of what we're used to. By the way was actually the Pakistani ambassador's car. It was his genuine car. Was it was his. Yeah. <laughs> it gave <laughs> they really did the steal it. <laughs> um, so then, you know, we kind of see that he's a well-off man. You know, we see his suit tailor. We see his Aston Martin. We see him in a hotel with an orgy. <laughs> like, you mm. see that I he's know, that's, clearly... Yeah. He's a bit of a Jack the Lad, isn't he, basically? Yeah. yeah. He's a full-on gangster. So the guy we've seen at the opening... The opening title sequence in the Lamborghini going up the things. The end of that title sequence is a massive crash, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Caused and by he the died. Mafia. Yeah, and the Lamborghini is pushed off the mountain. And then you realise that that lad had set up an amazing heist, the gold you're talking about, and leaves all the information for Kane, who watches how the plan's going to be. Yeah, because he's meant to do the job for that mafioso guy. Isn't That's it? why he's been released, isn't it? But he gets killed. No, I don't think he's been released to do a job for the mafia. I think his term has just come to an end, hasn't it? Yeah, because I think it has. When when he goes, Bridger says apparently he's he's doing a job in Italy. But then what we don't know at that point is that Bridger actually is corrupt, isn't he? At the same time, yeah. Well, he's a gangster, isn't he? Yeah. But yeah, so he he watches the full heist through. He watches exactly how to do A to B and realizes that it is a mint plan, and he's got to do it because. The guy is basically knew he was going to die and has left him all the instructions to carry it off. So then we kind of see Michael Caine get his feet under the ground and start to assemble a team. His feet um, under the ground. Get his feet under. I the think ground. it's feet on the ground or your feet under the table. You get- I like the mixture though. I think that works very well. I'm bury my I tell you feet. what, I'm going to do. Oh, look at you with your feet under the ground. <laughs> he get, he get, and he gets his team together, doesn't he? He gets, he gets, he gets Camp Freddy. He rings Camp, up Camp, Camp Freddy, Freddy, doesn't he? <laughs> Camp Freddy. I was, I was thinking, who would be who in this film? I'd love it. I was thinking, oh, who'd be Camp Freddy? Rings up Camp Freddy, and the, he's got to get permission to do the job. From Noel Coward, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, from Bridger. So he rings up Camp Freddy for permission. <laughs> and then Noel Coward says to Camp Freddy, beat him up, teach him a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> He's too cocky, beat him up. And they beat him up. And then and then they suddenly realise Mr Bridger reads in the front of the paper it's all this stuff. It's 140 million, isn't it? 
Yes. So that's when he so decides. So he's like, mm, oh, it's worth let's doing do it. the job. Yeah. You know that scene when he goes to the garage to get his Aston Martin? Yeah, great yes. fact, this. Great fact. That's all improvised, that yeah. scene, between Michael Caine and the, uh, the, ga- the, and the guy Is in the it? garage. Yeah, it's all improvised. Like and that he puts, when he goes... He puts on a kind of posh voice, doesn't he? He does. And like when he goes, uh, he gives him, he goes, how much is it? And he goes, 200. And he gets it all out. And he goes, oh, you've got yeah. an awful lot of money there. And he goes, I've been hunting tigers. And he goes, that's yes. a lot of tigers. And he goes, yeah, I used a machine gun. <laughs> 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 I loved it. I love that when he goes to his um, his tailor as well, and he goes, "Oh, I've 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 been on I've I've, I've been traveling in America. I've been in New York, Washington, L.A." And his tailor goes, "Well, I'm glad you're out. I mean, <laughs> 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 that tailor's famous as well. He, he was, was in the Benny Hill DJ. show, wasn't he? Uh, but well, Benny Hill's in the yeah, Benny Hill's in it, and it, he was quite a." F- Basically, the director, it's full of his mates. It literally is. is. They're all his mates, his family. Michael Caine's brother's in it. Like, they've literally just got a group of lads together and made a film. If you look at The Gentleman, it's funny we did The Gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. In a similar way that he's got his mates in, all the people he gets on with, probably Guy Ritchie. Yeah. And it's another crimey type of film, isn't it? Yeah. The other good thing about Michael Caine with the car is he couldn't drive. So he's done the Italian job, one of the most famous like car heist movies of all time, and he couldn't drive. So that's why he's always like the passenger, then? He's always a passenger, and in the shot that you actually see him with the car, he's getting in and he's getting out. And there's one shot of him pulling up to the hotel in the Aston Martin, and he was on like his 10th lesson when he did it. And as long as like everyone was deadly silent, he, he was all right. But other than that, he was too nervous to drive. So he gets his team together, doesn't he? And it's a team yeah. of about 15, 20 people. Yeah. I like that scene yeah. where they're all sitting around the sitting table around the desk. and he introduces everyone. It's kind of like, a bit like in Reservoir Dogs, everyone's got a little nickname, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Camp Freddy, then there's the three posh guys, who the drivers, mm. then there's the coach driver. Mm. Then oh, yeah, like, he says, uh, this is Big Willie, isn't it, he says. Uh, there's, yeah, and then there's some of it, Rogers. I think there's, there's two Rogers, Rogers. Chris, and yeah. hello, and they give it the yeah. hello, and everyone yeah. goes, no. Yeah. Uh, then he goes past Camp Freddy. That's a good scene, actually. Mm. He's, he's done that very well. And the it's camera just follows them around the table, doesn't it, yeah. as well, just so you can yeah. meet everybody. I think it's a great... I, th- I really liked the script. It's clever. It's. it's I thought the, the dialogue was very funny. And uh, there's, a, there's, there's, there's that element to it, isn't there, where it's... It's a bit tongue-in-cheek, yeah. not taking themselves too no. seriously. A bit like the gentleman wanted to yes. do, but couldn't quite do. Uh, yeah, because they're, a bit like- they're mafia, aren't they? So you, th- you think they're going to be scary or whatever, but they're not. Like, when they go, like even, when, even when Bridger sends those heavies round to beat him up, Can't he's fighting idea. them off with a teddy bear. Yeah. Do you know what yes. I mean? And it is sort yes. of, like you said, tongue-in-cheek. It's not taking yes. itself too seriously. Yes. Like, it's a caper. Yeah. It, it was meant yeah. to be a TV show. The person who wrote it, wrote it for a TV show, and um, basically, it was meant to be based in England, and they started putting it together, and actually, they went, do you know what? It's a film. We've, we've, well, we've no, written I think a film. they couldn't film it in England, because they wouldn't be able to get uh, the roads closed down, and they actually yeah. had trouble in Italy, Italy. doing it, and... Uh, they the got city some of help, Turin, didn't they? <laughs> the city of Turin were like, we can't close down these roads, you can't shoot the film on the scale that you want to shoot it on. And the mafia, the actual mafia, got involved and went, no, you are closing the roads. 
They just did it. The mafia caused yeah. car crashes. So the actual shots of the car crashes when they're pulling the heist off is is real. And the people disgruntled and stood outside the cars is because the mafia genuinely made sure them roads were shut for like six hours. There was a part of it when they're driving the minis through the old cafes. I'm thinking, it doesn't look like they're all stunt people. <laughs> it looks like they've all just had a little uh, cafe and they're sat there going, oh, hold on, the minis, our mini have gone past. You know, just run them over. You know when they drive the mini down the steps? Yes. Yeah. Um, that's in like a really famous building. And the director had had to have a meeting with the people about, you know, filming there. And they said that they were really excited for him to film there. And they asked him what he was doing. And he went, um, you know, just, just, just a little bit of, a bit of stunt action. And they said, okay, you know, anything that we need to know about. And he went, there's just a bit of light machinery that we'll have to use on the stairs to get the shots. And he's driving three fucking cars down the stairs. <laughs> so, totally just winged it to get his shots. But it is it's like 2000 years old. Yeah. He's in the film. The director twice. twice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's in the, and in quite dangerous bits. The one where he drops the gate. Anyway, look, let's go back to where, where are we? So they're doing the plan. They're, they're about at the point convoluted, of pulling it? it off, aren't they? They're, so they, they, yes. they, 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 they're on their way to Italy. Mm. Yes. So they get to Italy and they know the plan. They all know what they've yeah. got to do. So they've got the yeah. three getaway drivers, which are the three famous Mini Coopers. We've got yeah. everybody in the Land Rover and we've got the bus. So the they're painting the bus, they're painting the minis, they're getting everything ready, they're taking it to Italy. And they're in like a house in the country, aren't they, in Italy, where, you know, they, they, yeah. they're just about ready to it's pull the base, off this yeah. heist. Well, they get stopped by the mafia, yeah, don't they? Yeah. The mafia the f- crush their cars. The free getaway say, cars. Don't try it. Yeah. And they, can't, they, <laughs> they take 10 seconds and carry on. Mm. So the cars are burgered. And it, you see Kane turn up on a bike. I thought that was a real Aston Martin that they crushed and threw off the cliff. It, it wasn't was a replica on it. It, it was wasn't a, it? Yeah, it was a replica, but it looked bloody good. Well, one thing about the cars is it's, it's full of stats. Is this film because you know there's so much? I think I think because it's the Italian job and it's so famous, so many people are interested in it. But Mini Cooper didn't actually want anything to do with the film, so they didn't give him any cars. So they all had to pay for that. And Fiat wanted everything to do with the film. So Fiat basically said to him, if you change the car from a Mini to a Fiat 500, we'll give you, like, 50 grand extra to your budget. And they basically said no because they wanted that British part in the film. But Fiat provided all of the cars. All the other crashed. cars. Yeah. But, but you know the track? You know when they're yeah, on the getaway? that's Fiat's head office. The track is the factory. <laughs> so they used to make the cars at the bottom, then the cars, when they were finished, were at the top. And they drive them around the track to test them. So that's a real track on top of the factory in Fiat. On I mean, the that's roof. a brilliant bit. On the roof. Well, where should we put the track? I know, on the roof. No one's thought about that. It's <laughs> still they there drew, now, they isn't it? It's yeah. still there now. It was amazing, actually, when you see what level of access they got, didn't they? When you see them, see them they're going into the centre of Turin yep. at the same time as a football match yep. to get the goal. Yeah. So the gold is driving through in a convoy from the air convoy, Con- convoy from the airport. We we watch it from the airport and we watch it go into the football traffic. So they know there's going to be traffic. They know there's going to be football traffic. But you know, with the help of the mafia and with the help of other things, they've and they've of- caused more, haven't, haven't yeah. they? Because they've 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 goosed all the uh, traffic lights yeah, so that yeah. they all flicker from green to red. Which is yeah. Benny Hill's character, which just 
as stupid as it is, works, doesn't it? That was one person that they've recruited for the team that we've probably missed out. She's Benny Hill's character who has an obsession with big elder ladies. And it's the only way they can get him on the team. <laughs> but So Benny Hill, what is he? A like, famous comedian? Yeah. But is he... Is that him? No, that's him, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he, he plays that part very well, doesn't he? So his character is a professor who's a computer genius, and he basically replaces the traffic light system to mm. make sure nothing works. So they cause complete chaos, and then that's when you see the two Fiat transporters come in and cause a crash. There's cars everywhere. There's things everywhere. <laughs> that bit to me, when they were doing all that, I thought there's no way they've planned some of this out. When the lad gets absolutely bowled over by the water cannon, <laughs> then Kane shouts, Get out there! Get, get a water cannon! Get a, get, a, get a water cannon! Bash, he's off! So many people are getting hit with truncheons. A lad gets mashed off his motorcycle. Yeah. It doesn't look like really any of it is very safe. No. The camera, the, the director's gone, right, carnage, action. Yeah. Mm. They had one stunt coordinator for the whole film. <laughs> Just, like, le- left it to him. So they steal the gold. They steal the bus with the gold in, don't they? And they drive it into a kind of off-the-road. They seal all the doors, and then that's where the minis are. Yep. And they're going to put the gold in the minis. Mm. It is the perfect heist, isn't it? You know, it's flawless in the way they, they get the gold out and it, it just works so well. And then the gold's in the three separate minis and that is the start of one of the most famous car chase scenes of all time, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's going yeah, through I mean, the streets. 35, 38 minutes of the film. It's long. It's is very it? long. Yep. Yeah. Car chase is long. So you've got the setup, and then, because uh, I've checked the time, a good like 35 minutes I mean obviously you got the last 5 minutes with the coach yeah. but the rest of it is, is come the on cars. put your foot down yeah. it's them going all around Italy then into the sewers I wonder if they've sped up the footage because they do look to be going at pace Rapid. Yeah. they're minis like through like you say going through the piazza and down the steps and through the cafes yeah I think they have sped it up oh have they because well yeah definitely minis I mean, well, they, they were rally cars, mm. so I'm sure they could have hit something. But I mean, I, I mean, some of it is just too quick, isn't it? Like the bit where they jump the roofs and then the the Italian policeman gets out of his car and sort of looks sped up and then looks over the edge. Oh, oh. I think but they reverse that pitch. shot. You know, when he goes ah. right up to the thing and it, it stops. Yes. He gets out of his car awkwardly and walks. Yes. I think he's walked backwards. And you think they've, re- ah. they've reversed the shot and then that, it's reversed back. That shot for the minis to go over um, at Italy didn't want it to happen. And the producer was sold on it. He was like, this is th- this car chase has to be the best thing ever. So for the people that haven't seen the film, the cars basically jump from one building to another and there's a giant gap in between. So the Italian police made the producer signed something that said if anybody died he would go and do time for manslaughter wow that's put your foot down put your foot down <laughs> <laughs> it's classic sort of 60s filming Jesus. isn't it oh yeah okay i'll sign that that's awful but ima- right, you ready imagine saying, action. <laughs> imagine saying that though you're there with your headphones and you say action i will know within 30 seconds if, if I'm, I'm off going. to prison or not 
Oof. Yeah, but they clear it by miles, don't they? Yeah. Clear it by miles. I mean, I did think to myself, because there's a, there's a bit where they drive on top of a huge factory on that kind of rickety kind of, like, ball. Yeah. And they're fine in the minis, but then the poor lad who's playing the Italian <laughs> copper, he's in a crap car yeah. right at the top. And then he does a kind of three-point manoeuvre on top of a roof mm. of a factory. Mm. And then drives it back down. He must be thinking, oh, I've got a rum deal here. Why not I in a minute? He's <laughs> in an Alfa Romeo, which is, this film is kind of where my love of Alfa Romeos came from. This is oh, a part of did the... Did it send you back to your alpha? It, it, it took me back to the days of being... Same grade. ...broken down at the side of the M62. <laughs> but, it, I mean... <laughs> beautiful cars. It's Italia versus England, isn't it, in everything. It's, it's very well done, football, isn't it? Because it gives you a real sense the of these English lads in these cars in Italy. Yeah. Mm. And it's like you sort of... it's. And then the music. How brilliant's the music? The, the song. Quincy Jones. The, the, oh, yes, Quincy Jones. Self-preservation society. I, I knew it was coming. And do you know the bit that I really enjoyed? Because I remember it from my dad telling me it is that there's that car chase going all the way through Italy and then they hit the tunnels and it's Coventry. So they're literally... In, uh, Italy, Italy, sunny, sunny... Yep, in the tunnel, Coventry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, then, put your foot down. The stuntman, uh, the car that's at the front, the red one, all the stuntmen who were driving the minis were all French. And the guy in the front, he's like the best. And he tried to do a barrel roll oh, in yeah. the sewer, which the car yeah. goes like full circle around. Yeah. And he went, I'll have a go and see if I can do it on the rehearsal. And he did it. On the rehearsal, oh, and wow. they went, that's amazing, roll cameras, and he wrote off three minis, three takes, trying to, trying to recreate it, and after a while they said, We've, we can't we can't afford any more, more cars. cars now, and that's his biggest regret, that he did the barrel roll on rehearsal, yeah. and they never caught it Always shoot the film. rehearsal, always shoot the rehearsal. Yeah. So then he was like, oh, great, oh. I can do it, and then three takes, Didn't three cars right. down. It is an amazing sequence because what also what you get you would imagine is the director or someone's just gone where's the, where can't you drive a car yeah well sewer great river the river Roof. and that bit the river the bit where you know that that the two minis can get over the bridge and you know the police car's not getting over the bridge it's like but when yes. the police car doesn't get over you kind of think to yourself those poor lads in the police car have no clue they're about to be. A dump down the water, down the river, <laughs> in a car, down a waterfall. Doesn't look safe, does no. it? It looks like they've gone great. Those two have gone. Keep filming. Keep filming. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a real sense of that, hasn't it? It's got a real sense of danger. Yeah, just keep going. Keep going. Be great. It is a you know. It's that. It's kind of rough and ready, isn't it? It's that kind of. Yeah. I was thinking about this. How, you know, how do we sum it up? Because it it's it's the film's not perfect. But, no, but the film is famous for its imperfections in a way, isn't it? That's it what is, people love about it. I think it's perfect when it comes to those car chases because back then you know there is no CGI. You have to jump yeah. that gap. You have to yeah. be in the sewer with that car. You have to go through that wall. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. now it's just all CGI. I mean, you even think of car chases like Bullet, obviously, and yeah. Ronin, I remember when that came out and I was blown away by that. I mean, they are car chases and you just don't really get them anymore. So I think when you see them, you're like, this is mint. Especially with the soundtrack and the music over the top. When yes. they're in the sewer and it's that 
self-preservation society comes up, you are like, yeah. yes, boys, yes. bring it home for England. Yeah, you feel, you you know feel proud, you don't you? You feel does proud. Make you I think feel there is proud. always that sense. singing as well. <laughs> yeah. When you're watching it, it's exactly what you said, that there's potential death mm. on each stunt. Mm. Whereas in the CGI stuff, you never really no. feel it's that dangerous. Yeah. But on that stuff, you think, oh, being... Racing a car on top of a factory doesn't mm. look very good. And then there's only Tom yeah, Cruise who still keeps up to it today. Yes. So yeah, whenever yeah. he, I mean, he's taking things to the extreme. I mean, holding onto a frigging plane. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But I mean, back then, great, brilliant to watch. Yeah. Still great to watch yeah. now. Yes. That's, yes. That's one thing that I, I was a little bit worried because I was like, right, it's I remember from watching it with my dad, you know, how will it have aged with the films that I've seen now? But it, it, it's it's pure entertainment, isn't it? It's an hour and 40 of entertainment. Yeah. But Kane balances it very well. Mm. He balances himself between... Because there's one bit where it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but there's also the bit when he's getting really, really nervous before the heist and people aren't listening to him. And he's, and he's going, come on, lads, mm. we've got to get this right now. And he balances it very well. To He's still gives you the sense that they are going to commit a robbery. He doesn't make so much light of it, you think there's no jeopardy here. Mm. He plays it real, but but the whole film doesn't take itself too seriously. But you believe they're trying to steal this gold, you believe the mafia are after them. So they get the gold, they're in the minis, they escape. They Now there's a really brilliant bit. Yeah. When the minis have to go into the back of the coach, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> with with two bits of metal, and the minis are piling into the back of the coach, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, this is real." And but it's, and it's, they it's did not it. just they did it's it not real. just it's not just lining it up because I think even the guy says you have to give it a bit of gas to get up. To get but up. remember, you are landing in a truck, so you have to get up and slam on. But then I was thinking, the poor twat who's going last, as soon as he gets up, there's a car there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Up break. Yeah. The lad on the door, holding the door on the right... Is the director. It's the director. <laughs> with obviously no safety no. line on. It's fine. Drive it. I'll put the things down. The minis will come past me. Nothing. No safety at all. They put a protective thing up um, for the coach driver because he's just got to drive because they don't know how long it's going to take for him to get their shot. He's just got to drive, and they've got, like, they they built a wall, basically. You can see it when it's in the coach. And apparently, the first guy came in, and he went right up against the steering wheel. And he was like, we need to cut, we need to cut. Because the guy had, like, hit him. It is, it, but it, it's that bit of... You, I, I, I like what you're saying there, Ben, about the risk, because you do, you feel it, don't you? And then, um, what an ending. You know, you don't you don't well, get the that ending, now, do you? The the ending uh, in the I think it's a book. In the book, originally they get away with the gold and they take it back to England and they take it back to Mister Bridger. And uh, the last line is Mister Bridger says, "Great lads, now take it back where it came from." And then yeah. it goes the end. Ah, and they all jump in the air and it freezes. Yeah, that's the end. Because so uh, the, the, the backstory is the whole political thing, isn't it? About money being split around Europe, and apparently by the time they get back to England. They've sorted it out and they agree there's going to be trade in England as well as there is in Italy. Yeah, so but Paramount goes, didn't want to end the film on um, the criminals getting away with a crime. Uh, so they wanted to change the ending. And it works so much better. Well, funnily enough, the director and everybody else and the crew hated the ending. So much so that the director gave the ending 
uh, a B unit to film. He didn't want to <gasps> be part of it. <laughs> so he didn't direct the ending. It was just a B unit film that they went, yeah, and the ending can do that. Someone else can do it. So they get the so they get the gold in the coach. The coach is going around these twisty roads. L- loving it, any Jimmy. They're all, they're all dancing and singing. Happy as Larry. Do, do, bends. Brilliant. Helping bends. Look once, look twice. Oh! The bus is skidded over the corner. We're on one side, the gold's on the other, like a seesaw. Yeah. Kane goes to get it, and you realise the gold moves away, and that's where it finishes, isn't it? Will they get the gold? Won't they? In real life, lads. I've got a great idea. <laughs> the, in real life, the coach at one point did start to go, when, and it? the crew had to rush to pull down on the other side of the bus while people were in it to make sure it didn't go over the cliff. Yeah. Keep rolling, keep rolling, the, this is great. This keep is great. Rolling. They managed to keep hold of the bus and they went, all right, we'll stay here for this take, keep going. The stump people <laughs> ran, didn't they? As <laughs> you are in the coach and it nearly <laughs> went over the cliff. <laughs> yeah, get this one in and we'll have a cup of tea. It's ridiculous. So, question for you then, because this has been a much debated topic apparently. It's even been like a thing at university lectures. How does it end? Shoelaces. That's my bet. So what, what, shoelaces to pull it back? I think they tie the shoelaces together and he lassoes a bit of gold one by one and drags it over. What was yours, That's ben? what I'd do, obviously. Are you? Yeah. Shoelaces, <laughs> your biggest... You've just gone through it. You've just gone through Italy with all the cars. You've gone on the factory. I'll tell you what, I've got it, lads. Shoelaces. Yeah. Take your shoelaces. I've got a great idea. It'd work. It works. Ingenious. It's not a bad idea. It wasn't what... What the... lassoing gold with shoelaces? Yeah. No, you're like a bar at a time. But how are you going to lasso it, Jack? They're all they're all in mesh. Lots but of shoelaces. you're in the Wild West, so how many good, in the that bad van? and the ugly. There's about 15 what? people in that van. That's yeah, but there's only shoelaces. one of them that can get close to it, but it's all... You don't need to get close when you've got a big, big old lasso in your hand. Oh shit, suddenly they've all got massive shoelaces. <laughs> they're, they're all, all size wearing, 12. They're all wearing massive Dr. Martin. Don't worry, I've got some rope in my shoes. Um, I'd smash the windows. See, that, that's, the, that's what on. they came up with at university. What do you mean, what do you mean smash the windows? Th- this is, well, the, windows this is are the way weight. to do it, Jack. This is... If you get rid of the if you get rid of the weight in the windows, then the bus writes itself because it's heavier on the other side. So it, it was mm. a study at university. You have to not, s- no no Jack no. You don't get to go. Mm, you I'll tell you what. You're running a show, risk. You're running a risk. Shoelaces. Do you know what you're doing there? You're smashing windows, and what you're doing, you're making extra unnecessary movement in a bus. That's on the frigging edge. You, You're smashing windows. <laughs> How much vibration no, no, is that no. going to cause? You, you yeah, smash you the back windows and then you smash the other windows into the coach. So you get the extra weight into? from the glass. Yeah. So you get weight into the bottom end and the end where the gold is, you smash the glass out. So you smash the glass into figurines and it no, makes it lighter. No, you have to I think walk down to smash you know, the glass out. Have you heard? Yeah, but Kane's down there. Do you know what Kane's idea was? What you? He, he says his line. He'd ask for clarification as to what it was, and his great idea was: you fire up the engine and you burn the fuel tank off, and once the fuel goes, you get the gold. That's what he says. It's not heavy enough. But the, the scientists at university. <laughs> oh, the fucking hold on, hold on, Professor Cox. You came up with fucking shoelaces. <laughs> shoelaces, brilliant. Jesus Christ! 
I think emptying your petrol and smashing windows, you're still tying them. <laughs> they've all got slip-ons on because they've been in Italy. They're all wearing loafers. Right, shoelaces, lads. We're wearing loafers. It's hot. <laughs> no one's got no one's got laces. Um, but no, it's... Great ending. Yeah, great, great ending. ending. And so famous. You know, there are so many things in the film that are famous. When they're training, you've got that famous line of, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That has been... Yeah you know spoken about for years and that scene in the bus everybody knows even you know when we had the olympics in england they you know they blew up the only fools and horses car and had michael kane's voice over they have you know they've they've built that bus hanging over a restaurant somewhere it's the british institute isn't it it? that's what it it is it's one of them films that i i remember having a bag with the italian job logo on like it's just such a thing that has always been what? around. <laughs> what do you mean he had a bag? A carrier right. bag? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I even, I had, a carrier bag I even with a had a bag. It, and I used to carry shoelaces in case I ever needed them. <laughs> Perfect. So what are we doing ratings-wise? This is it. We're hitting it up. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's hear your ratings. Let's well, go. It's you it's first. You first. Is it me first? first? The Italian job. For pure nostalgia and for the fact that it is entertaining, 85 I might, um, if I was going Jack, I'd have gone 8.75, but 8.5, perfect. 8.5. For me, Italian job. I really did like it. I'd, I've seen the film before. There's bits, I saw it many years ago, there's bits I sort of forget, and as I'm older now, see things the way things have shot. The stunts, you have to take it off to them. Very brave, very good, pulled them off. Great script, great director. I am going to go 8.25. Because I think it, it, I really did enjoy it. I, I know, I know, to be awkward. Why is it I not know. an 8.5? Because I think Two it's better five. than 8, and just standard, it's not as good as 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just... Fuck me. But, yeah, 8. Carol Vorderman. I, I, I never knew yeah. that you were that hoax on numbers. I did. So what is it? 8.25. 8.25 for me. So, <laughs> so far, with 16.75... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw in a 8.1134. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I've seen this film a lot. It's iconic. There's loads of bits you remember, and I think that is a mark of a great film. I think it's great you liked it, Coulson. I think Kate Kane's 
brilliant in it. I think for the first time I watched it, those ca- that car chase just blew me away. I think I'll just go eight. Eight, yeah. yeah. Solid. Steady away, it, Steady away solid you know, eight. Like, it, like it's very said. hard to make a film solid. with that many set pieces in it that are that good. Mm. You know, bits you really do remember all the way through. And he's done that. He's linked them in in 140. Especially 50 tight. years ago. <laughs> yeah, tight film. 2475. Not bad. I'll, I'll take that Italian I think job. That's good. Yeah, I think yeah, that's good. good. Can't wait to see what the remake gets. What are we watching next week? Next week, me and Ben had a discussion about this, and we realised that our last film picks had been somewhat masculine. We'd had Good Band the Ugly, which is War. We'd had Seven. We'd had Fight Club. Um, so we wanted to go <gasps> Greece. Well, we want we wanted to go sort of chick flicky, <laughs> not Greece, but Greece oh. is a brilliant film. Greece is a brilliant. I got film. excited then. It's not <laughs> Greece too. It's Baz Luhrmann, and it's Strictly Ballroom, an time ocean of silence. After time. Yeah, have you seen it? No, I've not. Baz is in the air. Very good. Love is in the air. Love is it your favourite song? Yeah. So Very it's Basil Brush and Strictly Boring. <laughs> Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann did Moulin Rouge, Romeo and but Juliet. But it, it's not called that, is it? It's called Strictly It's not Ballroom. called Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, you've confused me saying that. That's the director. So it, the it's all, it's musical, it's fun. It's bit, Strictly Boring. Bit of dancing, exactly. bit of exactly. Christmas bit do of going on. Yeah. Cannot wait. Um, Join us next week. In the meantime, you can continue the journey by following us on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Sophie Cinema Club. Until then, good night, God bless. We'll see you next week. Good night. night. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.